Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of On Grace, wherever and however you're listening. We are very grateful. Sitting across from the table from the Statler and Waldorf, those, those are the Muppet judges. Right. That's their name. They actually have a name. All right. Statler and Waldorf. Equally Cromergian. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Oh, Kermud. I thought you said Cromerge, like a, a Cromagnon. Cro-Mag- well, a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. They Maybe. probably started about that time. But you know, we, we have no fear of making up words on this <laughs> podcast. All words are made up. Right. Hey. <laughs> I never thought of that. I got that from Thor in uh, <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, they're yeah. arguing about... Uh, All words are made up. All words I are made up. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to remember I that. I just saw that, and I don't remember that line. I must have... It's before they go to Nidavellir. Uh-huh. And you just made that When they up. first met Thor. Yeah, and uh, Rocket's like, that's a made-up word. Yeah. Or no, Drax says oh, that's yeah. a made-up word. I remember that. Says, yep, I do remember that now. All words are made up. All words are made up. Yes. Yep. But just before we begin, I want to say that I would 100% watch a show that is the two of y'all watching a show <laughs> or watching like music videos and talking about commentary. what you're yeah. yeah, that will actually be the next episode of On, on Grace. Grace. Uh-huh. Yes. Wendell and Wayne <laughs> on TV. Uh-huh. What, what is really fun to do with him is to watch an Alabama football game. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that is that well, is quite enjoyable, especially if the outcome is in question. Yeah. Right. Nice. Yeah. We have total, absolute meltdown. <laughs> there, there were, um, some time ago, uh, it was a very popular show of uh, two folks. The show was essentially two folks watching music videos and sharing yeah. uh, their commentary. It was called Beavis and Butthead. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's true. I've been surprised that that duet has, has not, not come, come up yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a great. I remember staying up late and like sneaks watching right. it. Yeah. yeah. Thank God for closed captioning. Yeah. But the jokes weren't as funny, you know, with, with, <laughs> with the, the closed, closed captioning. Caption, yeah. 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 And then you uh, compare that to what came later in cartoons, and it's like that's pretty mild. That's pretty yeah. mild. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Uh, well, not Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> but Wayne Hunter, <laughs> Wendell Van Valen, hello, friends. Uh, Take it away, Wayne. Okay. Um, we've talked about using this episode to to, uh, to kind of let me explore a little bit about where, where uh, I am. And some of you, if you're from here at uh, Broadway, are, are, are close friends of ours who uh, – I don't know if all 15 or 16 of you are in that category or not. <laughs> well, I thought it was 5 or 10. Uh, maybe it is 5 or 10, whatever. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, I, I uh, was diagnosed with stage 4 uh, liver gallbladder cancer in January. And so it's kind of been uh, a real new, I guess, or different experience of grace uh, and other things for me since then. Um, and... I guess, you know, it was a surprise. I was not expecting, I was having surgery to have my gallbladder removed. And uh, when I woke up, I noticed that nobody was talking to me. So <laughs> I didn't, you know, the doctor didn't come in and tell me anything. The nurses, when I asked them how was, how things went, they didn't answer. Uh, and so it was kind of strange. And, to, you know, that was in recovery. Then when I got upstairs, um, my wife, Melinda, 
is the one actually who told me that they found cancer in the surgery. And, um, and you know, I was still under the medication to some degree. I mean, I understood what that meant, which was not good, but, uh, but at the same time was not, was surprised that that came. I had, uh, this was in January and November I'd run a half marathon and, um, and so, I, you know, felt like I was in pretty good shape. Um, so, so began to adjust to that when you think, uh, and looked on the internet a little bit, which was not a good idea, but, uh, talked to the doctor a couple of weeks later, went to the oncologist, which is, you know, one of those phrases you never want to say, say is my oncologist. So, <laughs> uh, but I have one now. And so, uh, talked to him and, and, you know, the bottom line is, um, medically speaking, I've got uh, a few months or a couple or three years at the most, probably, unless something miraculous happens, either medical, find something new. The three-year survival rate is less than 20%, and the five years less than 5%. So, you know, it kind of gives you a different perspective on what you do with those. And then you add to that the fact that, that uh, cancer tries to take your life early, uh, not in the sense of being young. I'm not that young, but before you no, die. He's not young. Yeah, that's right. Cause we're the same age. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but but the dying part is is um, not the easy part. But you know, it, but I guess this is this is what I say. Cancer tries to take your life a little bit at a time, a day here and a day there, a relationship here, a relationship there, um, and. Some of that you can't change because you go to the doctor a lot more. You are uh, days, you know, in chemo where you don't feel like being involved in things. And so you, so I have, you know, missed things. I've lost ground in relationships. I've, um, you know, and so what does grace fill those with? Uh, and so, you know, my belief and my experience up to this point is that there's treasure on this road too, that there are opportunities and possibilities on every road we find ourselves on. Um, and for me, you know, I have discovered that I am loved by my friends and church and family and people beyond that uh, in just ways that I never would have imagined the kind of support and sacrifice and generosity that people have expressed to us. And I know that not everybody has that experience. I'm in kind of a unique position uh, to be the recipient of that. And I know that people have it worse than me. And so it's not a not a contest. It's not, you know, the comparison is not what it's about. But um, but I guess my, my hope is, I don't. the question is not, and I really don't try to, to figure out if cancer is going to end my life or not. That's, I think it probably will but I don't want it to stop me from living. It can end my life, but I don't want it to stop me from living. Uh, and it's all living until it's not anymore. That there, that grace and God's presence creates the opportunity for me to experience life and to express life, no matter where I find myself. Um, and so that has been true to this point. I don't know what I'll do when in, uh, those things change, you know, I'm not, and, you know, how do you do cancer in a healthy way, uh, emotionally or relationally or spiritually? 
you know, I don't want to be a hero and I don't want to pretend like things are better than they are. But at the same time, I don't want to dismiss the power of what God is doing in my life. And, you know, it's, it's um, you know, I feel this pressure sometimes to to create this image that I'm doing it right uh, or that, you know, my faith is really strong and those kinds of things. Um, but I, and so, and, and what I've found is that I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to have cancer. I don't know how to, uh, one thing Wendell and I talked about, how, how can I lead from being in the back? Uh, how can I find a way of not being as involved and still be involved? How can I, how can I, how can having cancer as a pastor be part of what the church does without becoming the center of what the church is. I don't want it to be about me, but at the same time I feel like it is an opportunity for 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 us to learn something or discover something or experience grace together, to walk together in a, a valley or whatever. So and I'm not even sure that's true. Maybe I should just never talk about it and just keep quiet and and uh you know, just deal with it, uh, and I don't know, I don't know, you know, I, my own heart is not real clear on how that works, so grace, as I experience it these days, is, part of it is this stumbling along, trying to figure out how to, to have cancer, and, um, and God, you know, gives me this peace that stumbling is okay, that not knowing is okay. Uh, and sometimes I think that's what God does in our life. What is it that God wants me to do right now? He wants me to stumble. He wants me to not know exactly. Sometimes dark is where God finds us. Sometimes silence is that, uh, is what God is saying. And uh, it's not, and, and so where I am is... Um, um, sorting through this idea that my days are limited uh, for the, I think you know without you know God can do miracles he does um, but I guess I'm not uh, putting all my eggs in that basket instead I'm trying to discover the treasure that's on this road I'm trying to believe or to find and experience this the truths the grace the presence the opportunity to love uh, that are unique to this experience in my life. Um, I think we all do that wherever we find ourselves. And so it's not unusual. It's just unusual because uh, this is something I didn't choose. And, and you know, to be honest, never would. I don't think I'll ever be thankful. You know, people say, well, there's a silver lining or someday you'll understand why. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I will ever be thankful. <laughs> don't or, buy that one, <laughs> No, I don't buy that line. Uh, I think that that God in his creativity and in his grace finds me here and makes places of blessing along this path. And, you know, the, the things I've learned about friendships and, and love and grace are pretty profound. Um, and so, and so, I, and I, you know, to say it's worth it, I wouldn't say that, uh, but, but it's okay. You know, it's where I am. It's what's going on right now. So I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do it healthy or redemptive or 
in ways that will be, you know, I still want my life in these moments to be a, a delight to God. I want it to be a blessing, the way I respond and what I do with it. I want it to to please Him and to be something that uh, He can, you know, point to the angels around Him and say, you know, uh, that's pretty cool. I don't know, you know, that well done, good and faithful servant. I've kind of given up on that part. <laughs> I think I think it's well, Lady Manny gave it a shot. Is <laughs> the best I can hope for, but uh, but I I still want to do that because he is, you know, his grace is profound and he is, it 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 lives in me. Not because of anything I've done, but God lives in me because he chose to. He does. He finds a way. And uh, I want that to be who I am. You know, you you say you don't know if you're doing it right or you doing it well or whatever, but um, it's not a performance. It's not, you know, like a dive, and we'll hold up our cards after and give you a <laughs> nine or a ten or whatever. But I, to me for you just to be willing to be open and authentic and real about it, that is the right way to do it. Yeah. And what's weird is that we're all in crisis at some level or another, but we don't want anybody to know it, and we get away with it. Yeah. You can't get away with having cancer. Right. You have to go to the doctor. You have to look at reports. You have to answer questions from people who love you. Right. And before long, you have to realize my life's pretty much an open book. Yeah. Because any conversation is going to be flavored with questions that are going to require me to be forthcoming. Right. About not just what the doctors say, but how you feeling about it. Yeah. You, where are you in it? You know. Right. Yeah. And and to me, that is in a in a in a in a heavy hurtful way. But that gets us back to the garden, to where this is who I am. Yeah. You know? Right. And and, and, I, and at this point, I see no future or purpose in trying to cover it up. There's just, right. why would I? Yeah. Why would I? Yeah. So. Well, it's easier for me this way, to be honest, you know, than, um, which in the past it wasn't, you know. I don't know if that's cancer's silver lining or whatever. You know, in the past, it was easy to pretend that everything was okay. Yeah. Like you said. But once this happens, yeah. you either withdraw completely or it does become part of the conversation. And, yeah. And you, you know, to pretend is too much because I don't feel good a lot of days and don't have a lot of energy. So there's more than I could do to pretend and keep up uh, pretend, keep up a pretension, I think. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I don't want to – I mean, it uh, – being honest about it feels like the thing to do at this yeah. moment, whether it is or not. But that's what it yeah. makes sense. It, yeah. And I mean, what? And my point is that you're okay. This may not be a silver lining, but if nothing else, you're living what the kingdom should look like. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you want to or not. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like God painted you in a corner. No, yeah. He didn't give you cancer, but right. I mean, right. you're painted in a corner. Yeah. It's like, well, shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can still, yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. It, but it, it, 
so it 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 like sets the bar for everybody else like i wonder what would happen if i was that honest yeah wonder what would happen if we lived in a group of people who were that honest yeah and conversation was that real right i mean you you get cancer things get real yeah (laughs) like fast yeah right yeah and you know um that it gives me opportunities to to be to talk to folks about that and so i hope i hope to be faithful in those and Hmm. not not uh in the sense of it's my duty but just because i think that this is how i always want want to live yeah not just now or whatever yeah Thanks for being a part of this episode of On Grace. You can find more of Wayne's story at posthope.org. That's P-O-S-T-H-O-P-E dot O-R-G forward slash W-C-C-C.